photography and creativity in a post-COVID world. This is the Wild Eye Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from Wild Eye. And in this episode, I'm going to dig a little bit deeper into, well, as the title said, photography, creativity in a post-COVID world. The, the reason I'm kind of in this space is I'm in the process of finalizing and working through a presentation that I'm doing in two weeks' time in Chicago, in which the title is Nature Photography and the Creative Process. But underneath that is, and I'm going to dig deep into this, is how COVID affected and the isolation involved with it, how it affected our creativity and the way we think about our craft. Now, at the top level, there is us not being able to get to amazing places that we usually could, right? So there was that. And we can go down the road of gratitude and when you get back to the Mara for the first time or you get to Svalbard again or whatever your kind of bucket list place is, when you get back there after being long for, away for a long time, I would like to believe that we see it differently. I think it would be a very sad thing if you got back to the Mara, if you got back to Sabi Sands, wherever it is that you travel regularly and see it the same. I think it would also be pretty sad if you get back to these places and your photography is just the same and nothing's changed. So it's a tough one for me to navigate because I know where I went and where I kind of dug into the photography side of things during COVID and then also how it's changed. But I'm still kind of finding my cadence since the post-COVID world. Now, I don't know about you guys, but a lot of people, and I know for people in the office here as well, and friends and family, when, it, when we heard we're going to be locking down and you're going to be staying at home for an undetermined time, oh my goodness, everything came out. I'm going to learn a new language. I'm going to learn how to play the guitar. For me, it was I'm going to dig into my Lightroom catalog and for once get up to date. I haven't. Not even close. I think I opened Lightroom maybe twice during that time. And I know for a lot of people who said they're going to learn a language, learn the guitar, uh, do Lightroom, do a Photoshop course, whatever the case is, nothing happened. I don't think we were ready for it. And I don't think a lot of us have taken the message and the, 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 the lesson from COVID in order to become a better photographer, because that's what this is about, is... I would like to see and challenge you to be a better photographer by taking everything that's happened and leaning into gratitude, learning into your emotions and to see how it's changed. Because again, if you are back in the Mara, if you are anywhere that you were before COVID and you get back there and you can't see a change in your photography, I think it's time to have a bit of a sit down and chat to yourself. I really do. I mean, if, if there's zero growth photographic-wise for you over the three years since we, we locked down, right, almost three years now, if there is no difference in the way that you see the places you visit and you can't see that in your photography, you need to have, you need to have a conversation with yourself. I mean, if you get to a place and you feel so ridiculously grateful for getting back there, but your photography doesn't show it, didn't you miss a trick? Didn't, did, isn't there something missing that you could execute against and to me, that, that's kind of where I'm going with my presentation in two weeks' time, is I want to explore that and share some personal experiences and stuff. Now, one of the things that we did at Wild Eyes during that time, we doubled down on webinars and online content. So live sessions, some premium ones which were paid, others free. But then also, we, as a team of guides, 
we set out to try and keep content going. And one of those was a lockdown challenge where the guys would do like a mini project, if you will, or uh, build a portfolio of something that they could photograph while they were at home and in lockdown. So the guys all have obviously pretty decent camera equipment, but now they had to sit at home and in whatever emotional or mental state they were, they had to create. So some of the guys went, Yuhan, for example, he has, what are these things? It's like a hamster or a gerbil or something. They had a family of these things. And he did a pretty decent portfolio shoot of those. Uh, Michael Lapsch went out of his way. He was very creative, ridiculously creative with some of the stuff he did with fire and ice type thing. And other people just went into the garden and photographed birds. But it was an interesting challenge to see what the guys came up with. And I'm wondering, well, apart from if you guys did something similar, but I'm wondering if we had to go back into a lockdown situation now, I'm wondering what would happen photographically for those of us that are, well, listening to this and for those of us that want to be a better photographer as such. Because I I would definitely do things differently. Yo, and then some. So it's, a, it's an interesting thing to me. But where I want to go is I wanted to see, because how do I link this? One of my clients that I'm working with from a coaching point of view we are talking about emotional emotions and how to manage things like anxiety and depression and how you can use creativity and specifically photography for that. Now, in a broad sense here, if you just sit and you think about something, let's say you sit and think about a lion hunting, right? Your brain reacts and you, your, your brain waves do a certain thing. If you talk about it, there's a difference. It might be higher waves or lower, whatever the case is. And if you write it down, it changes again. So it stands to reason then that if we photograph something, if you take something internal and you conceptualize it into a photograph by trying to photograph that emotion, try and photograph anxiety, try and photograph depression, try and photograph uncertainty, try and photograph fear, whichever of the emotions is that you went through when you were in COVID, Try and photograph that in real world and see what happens. I guarantee you, you're going to look at your photography differently, right? Now, in broad strokes, I just pulled up a bunch of websites here doing research for well, my presentation, but also for this. And there are a couple of different brain waves that we have. So let's just run through them quickly. Gamma, it's intense concentration and learning. Beta waves is problem solving and engaging. Alpha waves is relaxing and recharging. Theta waves, dreaming, autopilot states such as learning. And delta is a deep, um, what's it called? Deep, dreamless sleep. So that's kind of when you're knocked out cold. Now, the, the, the interesting thing to me here is if you look at the research, our brains function best from a creative point of view when we are in an alpha wave state. Let me say that again. Our brains operate the best when we are in an alpha brain state. Now, how do we achieve that and what does that mean, right? So an alpha brain brainwave state is basically relaxing and recharging. It's where you can problem solve. It's where you can be relaxed and you can process things slightly differently, right? Now, the type of brainwaves is, is, is one of the important things, but it's how we are aware of that and how we lean into that. That for me, that's important. So creativity, creativity, try that again. It, it, creativity means taking the road is traveled. 
The research has identified that neural mechanisms that enable us to come up with unexpected, unexpected associations and original ideas. Now, all of this comes from alpha waves because in that state, right, your brain generates unusual associations. If you're in a calm and relaxed state, yes, if you're in a calm and relaxed state, that is where your photography and your creativity is going to be better. Now, if we look at anxiety, for example, and a lot of people right now, not just because of COVID, just because of general life right now, a seasonal affective disorder, we're approaching the festive season, you're worried about finances, whatever the case might be, you're worried about your trip, your flight tomorrow. But an anxious brain is associated with a decrease in alpha waves, increased beta waves, and can be affected by low delta and theta waves as well. Anxiousness and feelings of panic can be caused by more than fear and insecurities. They can be, it can be a chemically driven state from an imbalanced and poorly regulated brain. It's a delicate balance where every wave plays its part. However, take this back. If you are anxious, you are not in the optimal state to be creative. That's, that's the bottom line here, right? Because your brain waves change. Now, you can't determine how, how life is going to treat you. You can't decide what to be anxious and not about. It's just something that happens. But there are a couple of things that you can do. So I'm just going to read a little piece from an article I found here. Managing our stress and anxiousness is critical now more than ever. But how? You try and increase your alpha waves. It puts you in that relaxed state. And for us as photographers, it puts us in that creative space. The increased production of alpha brainwaves can not only reduce stress and anxiousness, but allow people to maintain more focus. In a study by Dr. James Hart concluded... There was a direct correlation between raising alpha brain waves and a reduction in feeling anxious. Tony Robbins, you'll know him, world-famous motivational coach and opportunist, uh, who also received training at the BioCybernaut Institute, states that there is no problem that can't be solved in alpha. Now, if you've ever been in a flow state where you lose your sense of time and, and everything becomes kind of zen, for lack of a better term, it's that flow, then you've experienced alpha. So if you can take yourself back to a photography state where you were so stuck in the moment that nothing else matters, that's it. That's what you want. High alpha does uh, a few different things for you. It eases anxiousness, it lowers your feeling of um, low mood, boosts creativity, increases pain tolerance, and boosts resilience to stress. Now, there's a couple of things here that you can do to increase your alpha waves. Remember, I'm looking at it from a creative point of view in this platform. On my other podcast, that's why I would look at it more from a neuroscience and a coaching and a mental point of view. Two things that you can do to increase your alpha waves. Number one is meditation. Even a few minutes a day can boost your alpha brain waves. It teaches your body and your mind to be still and to be happy in that kind of easy brainwave state. Next one, gratefulness and practice practice forgiveness. Now, gratitude, guys, this is something that, and, and, and this is my thing. I think since we've returned from COVID and we've gotten back into the field and I've seen people arrive back into the Mara, back at Svalbard with me, uh, back to Iceland, anywhere you go, there's, there's a little more gratitude than there was before COVID. Now, it's not that you didn't like or didn't, you weren't appreciative of being able to go to these places way back then, but now, there's a more gratitude because you know what it's like not to be able to go. It's context, right? It's context. The other one, physical exercise. The better shape you are, the easier and the more likely you are to get to alpha wave states with everything else play along. Meditation, gratefulness, and so on and so forth. So my question, I think, to you 
is if you sit down and you have a serious think to yourself, which should put you in a nice alpha state, but if you sit and you think, how has my photography changed since before COVID to now? And then overlay that with how has my mental state of anxiety, happiness, gratitude, motivation, take your pick, how has that changed from before COVID to now? Before COVID to now. One of the things I've also recognized out in the field, and I've seen this a few times now, is people who have come back into the field after being away for three years, there's, mo there's more moments where they put their camera down to just be in the moment, to get into that flow state. Now that speaks to, and I, I'm, I'm going to butcher the name of the photographer because I can't remember, someone said that you can only photograph well the things you truly love. So now if you're sitting in the bush and you love nature and you love elephants, for example, you're in that moment, you stop, you put out and you get into a flow-like state because you love this moment. You are then, well, from every single point of view, in a better situation to photograph that thing better because you're in a flow state. You're probably closer to alpha waves. You're not anxious in this moment. You're grateful for being there. All these things then stack up. Now, a lot of you, I am quite sure, would listen to this and say, oh my God, he's on, he's talking such bullshit. Well, to you guys, tell me how is your photography different from before COVID to now? If it's not different, then you've left, you've left incredible learning opportunities on the table. You've left on the table, I think, new and unique images that you could make if you tap into the reality of your world. COVID fucked us all over. It's, it's, not, a, it's not a question. It is what it is. But it's up to us how we can use that. And one of the things for me has been photographically tapping more into the emotional states or the feelings that I have, whether it's out in the field, when I'm processing, it might affect me. And if you've been listening to the content as well, you'll know that I also spoke about how landscape and macro photography was a big shift in mindset for me. Because landscape photography requires you to slow the fuck down. You can't just rattle because the leopard's coming down the tree. It's a slow process. You've got to compose. Wait for the light to move a little bit. Take one image of 20 seconds. Wait. Double check it. It's a much slower process, which gives you more time to tap into your head. Now, I know some of you might not want to go into your head because it can be a very dark place. But why not use that? Why not get in touch with that and allow your creativity to build on that not only I think will you end up with better photog photographs, but I also think it's a pretty cool way to do therapy on yourself. Think of it as self-care. Think of it as self-development. But to tap into those things and to use it in the field, it might sound like shwao, let's hug a dussy bullshit, but I promise you guys there's something here. There is something here. You can see the difference in a really good photo photographer. If they really care about something, there's mood there's feeling. I'm just scared that too many people, maybe some of you I don't know, you're just going through the motions and you picked up where you left off before COVID. There's a lot of stuff. Take a little time. Think about it. Think about what you went through. Start journaling. Write down the feelings you had during COVID and then see what are those and how can I photograph these things? If I go and process an image in Lightroom, how can I process something to make it look more angry or upset, whatever the case might be. I'm just making things up here, shooting from the hip. But there's something. There's
there's something real and it's anchored in gratitude and it's anchored in creativity but all of this does as we know now come from an alpha brain wave which is a relaxed state and anxiety and depression and all these things do not speak to that it's very, i don't know if you've i've had this once in my life different story for another platform but where i was in the field and i was stressed as fuck like i'm talking i couldn't think straight it's that that you know you get freeze and flight so you sorry you get fight or flight yeah but there's freeze as well in that frozen state you feel numb it feels like the world moves in slow motion and fast at the same time you can't focus and i tried to photograph in that state it was a shit show there was nothing right with that and i couldn't focus i was shooting i couldn't think clear not great and i can tell you for a fact that's probably the most disconnected i've been while being behind a camera because of the stress levels and the anxiety and everything that went with it compared to now i've done a lot of work personally on different levels and now being more in touch with certain things and being able and willing to go a bit deeper to see what it is i'm feeling and bring it to the surface and use that in the creative process in an alpha brainwave state that's where the gold is i really really think so i'm very keen to hear what you guys think i'm very keen to hear your story i'm very keen to hear how your photography has or hasn't changed since covid if it has what and how did was it something on purpose were you lucky enough that your brain could figure out what these feelings are and give it to you as creativity then you're in a lucky position maybe there wasn't much anxiety and stuff around it if nothing's changed why do you think that is I'm very curious. I love this. I'm going to dig deeper into this. If we're in the Chicago area, come and join the presentation in a couple of weeks from now. I'm going to go deep on this. Um obviously with some nice visuals, I hope. Well, I know. It's my images. I should say they're nice, but also digging in to see where it comes from. So, I'd love to hear from you. Jerry G E R R Y at wildeye.co.za. That's Jerry at wildeye.co.za. Um I'd love to hear from you. Send me your thoughts, send me your feelings, send me your images if you want. very keen to find out how your photography and creativity has changed if at all in a post covid world anyway for now guys thank you for listening thank you for lending me your ears i will chat to you in the next episode my name is jerry i'm from wild eye have a good one stay safe